Hello, Joe. Hey, Brad. How are you today? I'm so happy to actually see you <laughs> instead of a veil of fog from the cheap ass notebook you use. Nah, that is just all, all those beautiful. accounts in the, in the back. Beautiful, room, you know? Joe. Joe, not only with the beautiful camera, but the beautiful ring light and the beautiful Yeti microphone. Yeah, that works great, by the way. I, Dude, this, this is, is you sound and look you look marvelous, darling. Marvelous. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um seriously, hey, I'm so excited. Uh, Woohoo! Yeah, me too. I was excited to set it up yesterday and all of that. So uh, you know, Mr. Frugal went out and dropped some money on some gear for Black Friday. That's right. And you know, it's definitely works. So it's a big difference. Um, um, I got the Logitech hey, sure, webcam and this Yeti and nice light. Yeah. Are you on VPN? Yes. Kill it. You keep lagging. Yeah. Yeah. Let me kill it. Yeah. I'm going to kill it right now. Hold on. Cool. Um, All right. So, but yeah, it's let me a new just, day. Uh, this is episode, can you believe how long? 37? 38. This is episode 30 friggin' eight of this show. Oh, Joe locked up. Hello, Joe. Yes, the, back. You know, yeah, the VPN uh, when it breaks the connection yeah, just yeah. tanks me for a this second. This is episode friggin' 38, Joe. You know, I saw something the other day. I said 35, what and I'm like, fuck? we've done this 35 times already. I was I was telling it's Buddy in DC nuts. this morning. Yeah. It doesn't feel it, like 35. It's nuts. Yeah, well, you know what? It's because we do this kind of shit all day long anyway, prior to doing the show. So it doesn't seem that much different. No, not at all. Just two I mean, guys talking shit. Yeah, trying to hopefully people can glean some alpha out of this, but uh, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, look, I was talking about, or they're all just waiting and hoping we get wrecked. <laughs> yeah, could be that too. I think you're right. It's like um, spectator sport. Let's yeah. let these two fucking idiots lose all their money. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think they think. But you know, I'm so cautious that um, I'm not an all-in kind of guy. Yeah, me neither. Um, I'm a well, trim. I'm a little too far in on some on a couple of things, but I'm not all in. Yeah. No, I mean, one thing I saw today I thought was kind of interesting was this Museum of Crypto Art. Yeah. Um, there's a good article here. Um, what is it? Uh, Museumofcryptoart.com is the site. Um, you could go with oh, your like NFTs. MoMA, but Mocha. Yeah, you go ah. in with the NFTs. They got a reward distribution system for, you know, um, active projects. So anyone can go there and set up a, you know, a thing, but lots of big NFT types are, are already in here. Um, if you just yeah. go down the list. So I'm exploring on this. Um, oh, look, ENS is here too. Interesting. Um, to see what's going on. I saw some people talking about it. I just saw it like an hour or so ago, but in my never ending quest to figure out what to do with all these NFTs. Yeah. Um, you well, know, look, anything, if you can earn on it. Yeah. And then it's like a little museum. Um, let me go to the front page of this just so we can, I'll go to collection, um, you know, permanent collection. Let's see if this one will load. These will take a little, take a little while. Oh, yeah, here we go. So, you know, this is their permanent collection, different ones, guess ones that they've purchased, I presume. And then they have a, um, community collection, which I think was, uh, this one. 
one of these wouldn't load. I think it might have been this one. But anyhow, it's definitely something worth checking out. I didn't find sear light and those on here yet, but I didn't dig that deep. But, you know, this just got, it's got a good, you know, grouping of NFT type art. And, you know, you can usually see something that's to your taste. Um, you know, I'm not too big on all the kind of uh, chaos fractal stuff um, in this because I think that's uh, like 1995. But a lot of the other stuff I find very cool. So take a look at that Museum of Crypto Art. Um, thought it was pretty interesting. Um, also on IDEX, which I don't know if people should remember this from 2018 time frame, 2017, 2019. But, uh, you know, it was essentially, it's, it's a DEX. It's been around for a long time, but it's driven from order books. Right. So um, very interesting. But the key thing is they're coming to Polygon. And ah. basically on December 1st. Wait, but aren't you know, they their own chain? Yeah. I, you know, again, I, don't, I, I presume they are, but uh, they're on a couple of different platforms right now. I think they're in BSC and ETH. Okay. But, they're coming, but the key thing is go do a trade on there starting December 1st. Because anyone who traded on SushiSwap or QuickSwap before November 9th is eligible for these rewards and airdrops. Really? So, yeah. So I've done, a, obviously, a ton on both of those. Yes, sir. Um, so I'm going to go in and just eat it and do a trade and so you know, wait, see you what have happens. So you have to go to – okay. You go where to do this? To the let's IDEX. Give the people the, well, let's the IDEX see. swap in – Click on their click on their name and then find the link. No, not the dot, not the not the coin. Go back. Click on the word IDEX next to the icon. There you go. Yeah, it's not our first IDEX.io. Yeah. Hybrid liquidity dex order book plus AMM and one. And oh. I think this is kind of interesting when we talk about sort of the problems with some of the DeFi stuff. You know, the impermanent loss and different things like that. This is, and then the cross-chain liquidity that everybody's trying to pull off and omni-chain and between the chains and all that stuff we talk about. This, I think, might get some traction because it seems to have some advantages that others don't. Um, and, you know, I figure, why not um, jump in and get some free stuff? So get over there on the first and do a trade. Yeah. And, you know, you can find a lot more here on coin gecko if you want um you know you can see it's been around for a while but you know this is still did 669 percent return over the last year nice um you know so that's that's just a little free money i believe um and then this one uh this is the follow-up again on the uniswap thing um you know this was about this i guess this guy is the uniswap guy and um you know talking about moving uniswap v3 over ox polygon so, you know, again, take a look at that because I'm something might be happening there too. Right. Um, and then I heard something about zigzag exchange from some people I trust. I haven't really gotten in, but I think there's a, another airdrop coming here. ZK sync, I believe. Um, so to dig in on that one too, um, just to kind of see what's going on. But I think they're advertising cheap swaps cheap cool. costs. You know, there was that little blurb the last yesterday, I think when everybody's going, Oh, avalanche is so expensive. And I'm like, you know, I was in it today doing stuff for like 40 cents. You yeah. Know? So to me, I think that was just a little glitch yesterday when everybody was piling in. Right. But, you know, also remember these, you know, gas fees aren't tied to, um, uh, it's not a dollar value thing of token. It's a digital amount of token. 
Right. So when price goes up, obviously everyone gas is going to go up. So, you know, just when it's moving a lot, you're going to see things like that. I mean, conversely today, Phantom's up and, you know, Avalanche is down a little bit. So right. I think it adjusts based upon that because now it looks like, you know, Phantom is in Polygon are kind of the, still the cheapest ones out there. Um, now too, I, I got into this Unis Dow this morning and um, you bought into it. Yeah, I'm so pissed. I missed the pre-sale. The pre-sale was at four. It listed at twelve eighty-five and opened at like seventy. So what'd you pay? Seventy-two. Nice. So I, I just horrible. bought a couple. Yeah, I just bought a couple. I bought like one point seven, and I didn't mint anything because minting's not there yet. But I got in with a one point oh oh index. I was like one of the first people in, and it's dropped. But this number here, the yeah the. Yeah, you can see this. Okay. Yeah. The five, yeah. The, the five day rate was like 80 trillion or something to start. <laughs> the rebase reward yield was like a 1200% on the first rebase. Of course, it, it cratered before the first rebase, but that's freaking hilarious. Um, but, you know, this is one BSC, it's, it's you know, a complete copy of, of the other ones. So it looks pretty secure. And, you know, hell, you get in right away. Um, and then, you know, a little volatility. This thing should start running. And then I also have been in Fort. Um, I just pop this over for a second. Um, um, and with this one, you know, I kind of got in at the, when it was just out yesterday, the day before. I think it was like, um, you know, 170 or something like that. And. And I got some minted at like 130, and then it's there's a lot of selling because again that went from like 20 to 180 in you know four hours. So now I'm just kind of adding little bits as the day goes by um, when it's dipping, and you know again another one. They what got chain a partner is this on? This is Avalanche. Okay, good. So they got a partnership with uh, Time Wonderland, or is talking about some bonds coming over here into Fortress. And okay. once that happens, you're going to see all the timeies come rolling in. Um, too, you know, the time whales uh, coming into this because time's trying to be a central player in all of these um, on Avalanche. So yeah, hey, our 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 buddy, uh, our buddy calculator guy called out Daniel, uh, the developer of it yesterday. Let me see yeah. if I can find that series of tweets. Keep talking about what you're yeah. talking about. Let me find it. So this looks, you know, again, it's another one, but you don't have to do anything with these. And that's what I kind of like. It's sort of all of a sudden I have all this free time on my hands. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I just put the alerts in my phone and, you know, wait and see what happens. And if it dips enough, I just go buy a little more. Right. But it, again, these are early and, you know, I missed all the other stuff early. So these are ones I'm just going to like sit. And again, you know, I didn't, I think I started with a couple hundred bucks or maybe, you know, 500 in this one. And, I think Unis, I only threw in a couple hundred just because it's my first experience on BSC. Right. And so, you know, who knows what's going on. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, they put some good stuff out, you know, some videos and things on to explain it. But there's so many people that don't even get the 3-3 concept on BSC that are asking all these questions coming in. They just don't understand it. And so to me, I'm kind of like, that might play pretty well over there because of all the retail guys. So, you know, two, two ones I like, um, you know, on top of all the other stuff. Um, I don't know if you want to do the, uh, well, I got this up. Let me just get the, all the avalanche stuff up. Okay. Um, let me just sort these out real quick. Blizz has been crushing it lately. 
Uh, Snowbank, I don't have this one right now. No, no. We did Ford already, and there's Snow Dog Watch, which wasn't really working today. Um, one thing oh, yeah, I, do I have... just was trying to load it. I don't think it's loading. Yeah, it was. Oh, now, well, oh. I got the price in now. Yeah, price it seems is to down. Be... Yeah, but st... what are you looking at? Fourteen fifty-six. Yeah, twenty-five yeah. percent from two days ago. Yeah, but I'm looking at it. I think once the, uh, you know, um, well, let's get onto that page. What we got I about forty-eight hours for. For the big day yeah what i think happened is that you know some people are redeeming there's a there's a discussion going on in another thread that you know as in you know the race to dump kind of thing as long as you dump first you'll be okay and, but you know with this one i just haven't seen this mechanism as an exit yet i don't know if yeah. you've seen it anywhere new no. and so that's why you know i only threw like i think i threw 500 to start and i think i'm like you know maybe i'm around a grand now but I'm like, why pull it out now? I'm, I kind of want to see how this works. Me too. Because I don't think it's a big old, you know, rug ripoff. I, I no. just think that. No, you know, they're making it very clear how they're doing it, right? It's like, look, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna sell and burn. I mean, look, they could rug it and just take the money. Um, but I don't think so. I, I think they're going to they're gonna finish it because they're sitting on a stack themselves, right? And yeah. they'll know and they'll they'll dump on it. <clears throat> they'll be the first dump because they'll know exactly when it's happening. But, um, you know, I, I, unless they randomized it in the script, in the uh, smart contracts utilizing like chain link or something, they're probably going to know when it's going to, when they're going to do the, the buy and burn. And so they'll get theirs out first, but the rest of us can dive in. The question is timing. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, Thanksgiving dinner is going to ramp up around five at my mother-in-law's house. This thing is the clock starts ticking at three, you know, um, and they're obviously not U.S. based uh, because they wouldn't be doing it on Thanksgiving unless that was calculated to like, you know, let's get most people not paying attention. Who knows? But uh, I don't yeah. know. It's interesting. But, but even if they're going to dump, I mean, you're not going to be the first ones out the door, you know, I mean... You're going to be like, they're going to be gaming it the same way because you're going to yeah. want to, I mean, it's going to make them want to do one big buy to blow the price wide open. And then yeah. they're going to have their fingers on a sell trigger at that point. So, right. But here's the, here's the thing. Here, here's the, here's the gotcha. If you're not, look, if you're not, if you're not the seller at the moment that they're the buyer, there may not be any buyers. Yeah, there may then, not be any liquidity. But then it jumps to this meme coin, which is going to be out there. Yeah. Um, so that would presumably have some value. I would hope uh, so. Is my read. And that, and I wouldn't think like if I was Snow Dog and I was trying to maximize my exit, you know, I would be trying to keep the price up there. Of course, um, you know, as best I could, because look, if you know, they're in at zero, basically. So right. or a penny, however you want to calculate what, it. What's the total market cap right now on the token? Uh, Let me pull up. I had it open. Now, where TVLs, the they don't really show market cap on this one because, you know, it's got this exit mechanism at the end. But the TVL is 76 million. Right. Uh, so if they're buying... Ooh, treasury mm -hmm. dumped. Um, 
No, it's just not loading all the other values. That's just oh, mem. That's okay. just mem. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, um, so they're going to dump all of this, the AVAX, the spell, the Joe, the ETH, into mem. Right. And then they're going to use the mem to buy as much as they can of the 5,000 uh, uh, snow dogs. Right. So this is the liquidity pool right there. There's like 8 million in it. So of mem or 7.39, sorry. Um, and then, you know, you got another, you know, 22. And if I, you know, these numbers are pretty big. I mean, this is another 50 million, I think. Well, if yeah. it's 76 million TVL, yeah, it's another 54 million right here. Right. So, um, you know, I think the incentives are, are aligned for them. I mean, why not do what is, I mean, except you're going to be front run the shit out of by somebody, but, exactly. um, you know, I mean, I guess you would break it down a little bit, but I want to push that price up if I'm snow dog princess yeah. and then exit somewhere along the way. But, um, you know, maybe can you ladder exits in this in any way? I mean, what, it's not anywhere but Trader Joe's. Yeah, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody has like limit orders on it. Yeah, but that's just gonna be fun. So it's an experiment in my mind. Let's see how it yeah. works. It's kind of like you know when we were all talking game theory on chain binders. Yeah, you know we're still waiting for that end game to see what happens, and you can see what happens. Some people hold, some people go. Um, so in this situation, I think people have been selling a little bit just because they're uncertain. Um, what's happening next. Uh, but still, I, this has been going around. Was This has been like around here to, was it as high as 2,500? I can't remember. Uh, um, no, I think 21. Yeah. Range. So right in that range, five, 600, you know, 25, 30% swing. Um, you know, again, I'm not, I'm curious to see what happens tomorrow on this. You know, does this, because people could still buy it. So, you know, I'd be curious to see what the volume is on Trader Joe's buying Snow Dog today um, and tomorrow. But, you know, it's going to be interesting. So, again, I figure I'm going to get out with whatever I put in and maybe a shitload more. Yeah, and let's that's, hope. That's, that's good enough for me right now. Even if it's, yeah, because it's fun. Yeah. Even mm -hmm. if it goes the other way, you know, who cares? Exactly. Um, and, it's, you know, I'm still here over in Snowbank. Uh, that, that's kind of been... That was down a little bit. Yeah, we're down to 2,600 here. Um, you know, I think I was buying some when it was down to like 1,700 last um, week. It dipped pretty hard. So I'm not, you know, I'm still fine there. You know, Blizz is, you know, Blizz was at like 40 cents last week. It's at a buck 85 now. So, you know, this one's moving. It's spinning me out like 1,500 a month or something like that off of, you know, now I've got like, you know, still less than a grand in the liquidity pool. Fuck. So, you know, this is one that everybody I, ha I, I still have to. not fucking looked at this. You would think I had take you bring it up every goddamn day and I still haven't taken a look at it. Well, it's a Geist clone and the Geist guys over on Phantom were involved in the development of this. The teams got together to do this on Avalanche. What's the web address um, again? Blizz.finance? Yeah. B-L-I-Z-Z dot finance. And... You know, you got everything over here you, you, you want. So tell us again what you're doing there. Well, I just have a little bit of deposits on here. I mean, this is like an Ave type thing, you know, where you right. can stake and borrow against it. I haven't borrowed. Ave's also up on Avalanche. So honestly, if I was going to do a big stake a bunch and borrow, I'd probably do it on Ave. But you're not doing any borrowing. You're just doing staking. Just staking. But I did park some die on here just for the rewards because, you know, look, you're getting... Um, 
you know, 20, you know, 20 percent right here on uh, you get an 8.25 and you're getting another 12 percent rewarded in blizz so uh, now i understand i just did that to hold it there versus just leaving it sitting in the wallet you know yeah um and so um but what i'm really doing is um well you'll see my positions i don't care i've got less than you know i've got this pool staked up i mean i started in this with like a couple hundred bucks and now it's like up to 800 nice. but you know look at the yield the staking apr is 2430 so um sweet used to show how much I was getting every day, but I tend to get like 40 or 50, you know, blizz a day. So I'm not actually, this is, this is a one day or right here. So 35 ish, but still, you know, that's like $65 worth. Yeah. So when you vest, then it goes over into, you know, like Geist, you have these sort of vesting areas where you could single stake for 175. You can lock it for 90 days for 1400. Um, but anytime you claim off liquidity pools, you just, uh, it gets into these vest sections. So I'm just doing here what I did with Geist, but you know, what's pretty interesting too. I don't know if people understand this part, but you also get all these platform fees. So, you know, you just pile these up and then, you know, you claim them once a week. And so, you know, I find, you know, that's another 20, 25 bucks a day, just like sure. with Geist. So, you know, there's a lot going on on these, these platforms. So are you dumping those back into the pool? Yeah, I don't sell any of this. Oh, oh, yeah. this. Yeah, I just you, when you claim all of this, it just ends up kind of automatically back in your deposits. Oh, so, nice. Wait, so know, it converts to Blizz Avax for you, and then it's oh in. no no no. I mean, it just shows <laughs> the deposit on the platform. So once you claim, um, like on Geist, it's just sort of sitting there on your you know your dashboard right here. Oh, it just shows which, that you have it. Which shows different. Oh, these are deposits. It's not showing the other stuff. So you're um, not but, uh, compounding it in. You're you're just kind of keeping whatever you're earning. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm not okay. going back into the LP. Okay. Uh, but it's a good one to you know to to earn on. And so you know this is like with Geist. I I kind of look at this as like you know hopefully this launches a successful or a big start to next year a Q1 play because all this stuff invests for me the Geist you know January February March. You know, this is going to be right around that time period. So I'm just kind of stocking up these vests on these two platforms in case they hit. Yeah. So remember with Geist, I, I pulled out of the liquidity pools over there and, you know, because I hit my target of how many I wanted, which was, you know, right around 5,000. And um, I got there. So now I just pulled out of liquidity pools. I let that stuff ride and I wait for the unlocks. Nice. I'm trying to do the same thing over here. Um, but they're just kind of deferred strategies. So you're trying to get the uh, proceeds later, right. um, you know, kind of vaulted, so to speak. You can always pull down the vested stuff anytime you want, uh, but you take a 50% haircut when you do it. So if Blizz went to like, you know, $35 overnight, you know, I would suspect there'd be quite a few people in there uh, pulling those down. But the interesting part is that, and I, don't, I haven't done this here, but when you, uh, you know, see it says 50% penalty, so if you pull this down and take the 50% hit, that 50% then goes to everybody who's got Blizz locked. Ah, nice. That's so that, awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's why- That's kind of like the Chainbinders uh, NFT burns. Yes. <laughs> so I don't have any locked here, but I do on Geist. But it's just, there's a lot of ways to play it. And if they succeed, you make out like a bandit. If not, it's really just rewards that like I have on Geist at this point. Right. Um, you know, my print, my investment stuff's all gone at this. I pulled it out. 
So just doing the same thing here, kind of like, you know, just going to one, building up a stake and then moving my capital to the next one. That's awesome. Um, some might call that mercenary. Um, I call it business 101. Um, so, you know, de-risk when you can, let the house money ride and go on to something else. Yep. So, you know, that's kind of um, the interesting stuff to me right now. I don't know if anybody saw the... Uh, the 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 ETH chart today, but it was pretty good if I remember right. I have a, um, I I have been on the phone since I started the day, just like yesterday. It's like non fucking stop. Yeah, we're at forty three thirty eight right now, dude. Yeah, so you know, look, it's bouncing Europe, nicely. It's a little European buying here. Time to turn comes, the bots back on. There comes the Americans, and you know, now we'll see what happens at seven tonight when the Asians kick in. So, you know, I think we're in good space here, but, you know, the only thing that throws me off a tiny bit is, um, you know, this one, um, you know, now, okay, we're looking good. So remember, you know, I told you like, well, no, a lot is left. Okay. So yesterday it was all inflows into ETH. Yeah. ETC was outflows. So and now we flipped the script. Now ETH is leaving the exchanges again. So that's. That's good. a good sign because you yeah. would think people would be pouring in now to sell and they're not. Right. They're not. That's good. So That's awesome. I think we're in good shape here all around. Um, maybe it's, you know, Powell's nomination. The money printers are going again. So, <laughs> you know, keep that U.S. stock market propped up for us, guys. I don't care if the PE's 87 million. Just keep it going. Yeah. And, um, you know, everybody should do okay. Hey, let me bounce something off of yep. you. I talked to a project yesterday. Um, a platform that um, allows for markets to be set up on it, but they have um, full regulatory compliance in Europe and they've set up the ability to basically buy and sell securitized stocks, commodities, whatever. So like some guy who's big in the nickel industry, haha, no pun intended, um, set up um set up a, a a marketplace for nickel but they've got tesla they've got uh uh what's that woman's name that you're that you're that Arc. you know yeah Arc. yeah they've got arc fund represented they got a bunch of other stuff <clears throat> so it's a cool concept mm -hmm. and he's like yeah i was just chatting with him yesterday and and i and i and, and i said what here's what i don't understand is why he's on bsc right now but he's not like treating it like a DeFi play, right? Mm -hmm. He's kind of like treating it like this private thing with people. And I said, I said, what I don't understand is why you aren't diving headfirst into Polygon and Avalanche and Phantom and making these available cross chain from a pool of these securitized stocks that you have so people can actually trade it. I said, you could partner with DEXs, et cetera. <clears throat> he said, well, I wasn't sure people in DeFi would want to trade these things. So let me ask you a question. Is that something that you would want to trade? Would you want to trade, um, be able to trade some stocks and funds and commodities in the DeFi interfaces on the exchanges you're on? So you don't have to mess with like, you know, loading up the uh, EF Hutton account or whatever. Well, I think there's, well, I mean, people don't really pay for trades anymore. I don't. I think, you know, on um, other than indexes, perhaps, and things like that. So, but I know it's buried in the bid-ask spread. So you still really pay, even though you yeah. think you're not. Um, 
And I remember well, when the Binance, other, sorry, I, I left something out yeah. of the picture. The other part of the picture is, is the, the tokens can then be staked. Yeah. The securitized tokens can then be staked in yield farms for his token. Forgot that. Well, see, no, I do. That's what I do find interesting. So, okay. So you can't look if you, I mean, I guess the only way, you know, I always think of like, say the, let's just say the GE, let's just say Tesla, um, the Tesla US dollar on thing on wherever they are, NASDAQ or NYSE, you know, to me, that's a liquidity pair. Right. So, you know, but once you buy, there's nothing to do with it. Yeah. Other than see, it's just can sit in your wallet, basically in spot and go up and down. You can't, I mean, you could deposit it somewhere and I guess probably borrow again. Well, I know you could do it with other ones. I guess you could probably still do it with Tesla. Um, I don't know what the, you know, if you could get more than 50% on it, maybe I don't think you get 75, but no. it's so volatile. But if you could do something like that, you know, these synthetics and then take the token and stake it somewhere else for yield, yeah. then yeah, I think that's very interesting. I, I mean, I was, you know, you know, I was on Binance all the time until they, you know, shut us all out right. um, last month. But you know, they had those, uh, they had Tesla on there and they had one other, a couple other stocks, nothing, one or two or three, but then they shut that down because, you know, of course, SEC was furious and, um, you know, they're in the gun sites already. So they, they kind of took that down, but that was just, you know, you buy the synthetic and it goes up and down. I don't think you could stake it. So to me, if you're in a jurisdiction where you could, set up that platform i think it's something pretty interesting yeah me too and that's what i was trying to tell him i'm like look you're missing out on the potential of all of these users who are trading loving the idea of being able to uh also buy stocks but also then be able to kind of dive in and and yield farm against them so they're earning um you know and there's a lot less volatility with those stocks in most cases than with the tokens i mean if you think about it, yield farming is sort of like a earning dividends on a stock. Right. I mean, I kind of look like the platform fees on Blizz and Geist. To me, that's like a dividend. Right. Um, you know, so if you could, I mean, would you buy the Tesla stock and then somehow park it in his this platform or would you just buy no. the synthetic? Okay. You buy the synthetic. He, he, it's, and it's actually not a synthetic. He actually has the mechanism buying these products. Right. No. Like it's actually happening. That stock, they're going through and acquiring it and holding it digitally for the people participating. Okay, so, so they have money. a oh, so they have the physical. I mean, not the paper. Yeah, I'm right. Saying they have the actual stock too. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean that's very interesting because then you make sure you have exit liquidity, um, which would be you know could be the issue. Um, but I think if you can let's say an individual could come over with some Tesla and deposit it. They, uh, they don't do that yet, but okay. So he could, and do I it. think so, the mechanism for that is difficult, but people can buy it directly from him. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. No, I think that's look, you know, I think there's this whole, what, how much is in the stock market? I mean, it's gotta be 50 trillion or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Some obscene large, not counting derivatives, giant numbers. Um, if all of a sudden you could bring that capital or representations of that capital into DeFi, I mean, I don't need to tell you what happens then. Yeah, and stake um, it and, yeah. and earn yield against holding a stock, please. It's like, 
Well, because then you could take your rewards and go buy ETH or BTC. Right. right. Um, you know, you can diversify. That's an easy way to diversify into crypto if you're yeah. if you're kind of a normie and don't know a lot about yeah. it. Um, you know, it'd be great if he could get an affiliation with someone mm -hmm. like a BlackRock or, you know, somebody else, an asset manager type um, to where they could, you know, um, vet it, co-brand, funnel into it, something like that to get yeah. that capital moving. But I think Americans are dying for more yield right now. And yeah. I think if you throw like GE in there, I mean, I don't know, GE, that's such a legacy one. I don't even know what they're doing anymore. I think they're breaking up. But if you throw Apple in there, Tesla, things like that, Amazon, um, and all of a sudden, you know, it's a brands that people recognize. Yeah. Um, and then also if you're a pure crypto person, you know, you come into there and then you buy those representations, then you're getting U.S. equity exposure as well. Um, but I think yeah. most importantly, the stocks, tech stocks that aren't paying dividends, those would Please. be brilliant because then... Um, you're getting dividends, basically. Right. And then the other side of their model is, do you have a commodity that you're a, a broker for or something in the market? Guess what? We can we can securitize that for you, right? So they're, they've got, uh, they're doing stocks, ETFs, commodities, and then you can do private assets and have a marketplace set up for like a vertical if you want. You know, we should, you remember those guys, those energy trader guys that I was dealing yeah, with yeah. in Houston? That would be a good match for them because yeah. they- they got some crazy stochastic stuff going on and wave yep. theory things that are pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, that would, that would be a good fit. Um, All right, here's what they've got so far. Like, I mean, they got the gamut, Alibaba, Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, uh, Indo international, GameStop, Nike, Square, Tencent, Tesla. That's on Wait, the stock side. Oh, you can't see it on the screen. That's your screen, right? Yeah, I'm not going to disclose the okay. site yet. Got it. Cool. Um, All right. And then they have a listing of I don't know, 12, 15 ETFs. Um, they got gold, Goldman Sachs Gold ETF. They've got iShares Gold Trust. So I mean, this like you know, kind of the real deal. Looks like it. Send me the link later on so I can check I will. it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that's something I could think of like a half dozen people right now in New York that would be interested in this. Nice. Um, so, and the cool thing is you're trading in with tokens, right? You're not trading in with the debit card or the bank account. You're, you're trading in with tokens. Yeah. So you're not leaving a big. And then um, you, when you sell, you're getting tokens back. Yeah. That's, that's, see, that's the thing with trading accounts and bank accounts and stuff like that. You know, you just don't want everybody to know what you yeah. have. And so yeah. when you put data in other platforms, you got to remember that's, that's there then. And people yeah. can, figure it out yeah um so, are they just out of curiosity are they are they in a kyc jurisdiction or not they are not mm -hmm. they are not okay i, I meant because i when i talked to him I, i'm making an assumption i'm doing another call with the guy tomorrow but um they're um when i said DeFi and just coming in and signing in with wallet he didn't say anything so i made the assumption that it was uh, no kyc but i should check um, real quick, the high for snow dog, yes, uh, so far was uh, 2336. Oh, okay, yeah, so um, I don't feel bad about that. Quick update on uh, to everybody on my uh, buddy that I uh talked about yesterday with his wallet problems. It's uh gotten worse while we were on the phone yesterday afternoon. The, the hacker took the last bit of ETH he had in his wallet. 
Um, we were hopeful that it was just kind of a user error, um, but not looking like that. So he's out about a hundred grand. So secure your shit, run malware scanners. Don't let people see your seed phrases. Don't keep them digitally. Uh, you know, if you can afford it, get a ledger. This one's 175 bucks. Um, but you know, keep yourself safe people. Um, we're still working with some white hat guys to try to see if there's any way to, to secure it, but it's not looking good. Yeah. So, I mean, I always, impressive. yeah. What I recommend too is one device and do everything on one device. Yeah. And don't cross platforms and change browsers and things like that. Do it yeah. all on one browser, one device that nobody else can access. Yep. Um, and like Brad said, do not, you know, don't, I don't print out the seed phrases. I don't copy and paste them into anything digital. The only thing I ever do is write them down and stash them somewhere that's away from me. Yep. Um, so nobody can get at them. And then if you ever need it, you can go get it. And then like Brad said, also, um, I also recommend the VPNs. I mean, that's why I run them just yep. because, you know, you don't people, you know, you double hop, quad hop VPNs where, you know, the end people don't even know who, where or who you where are. You started. Yeah. The ISPs don't know what you're doing. Nobody knows what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and it just keeps these bad actors off of you. Yeah. So um, that too. And then like Brad said, ledgers, nano kind of things. Um, and then there was one other thing, you know, obviously don't, and just try to keep your holdings as close to vest as you can. So you don't become a target inadvertently yep. um, and use those cold storages. I mean, yep. and you know, sex central exchanges, you know, be careful on those two. Um, yep. It happens, uh, but you know, it's, you know, it's part of the game. Unfortunately. Um, I'm going to have Eva from mechanism capital on in a couple of weeks, a big player in the crypto investor space. And um, she's got a really great doc up on if you're into gaming metaverse stuff, really great analysis of the gaming slash crypto market. What's coming sooner than later talks a lot about, um, you know, the initial play is get paid like Axie, but look at Axie's dropping um, engagement levels. Uh, because the they're in kind of a recession on earnings for players. Um, so if you're looking at gaming protocols, you're looking at gaming investments, this is a really good piece. It's called the Financialization of Fun Crypto Gaming Thesis, and she's really smart. Um, yeah. She did a, I, I asked her on because she did a piece a couple of months back on liquidity. She said, actually, her, um, her thoughts on liquidity are changing and evolving, and she's working on that. So we're going to get together in a couple of weeks and chat about that she's going to be on the show she's really brilliant and uh uh you know what else i love is look it serves them to have content out but i love how much of their thought processes these really smart investors do right and they drive mm -hmm. a lot right sometimes they can drive the whole the whole um trend but you know this thinking is really smart. So I, I encourage you to take a look, look at the other content that mechanism puts out there. They're a good group. Yeah. I see um, that they says there's a thing on her site about, you know, why we're invested in please or Dow. So they are taking Dow positions too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is good. No, I, absolutely. They probably you know, don't take anything but tokens anymore. Yeah. You know, one thing I was going to tell you, I was, you know, talking about gaming and NFTs. I don't know where it was, but I saw something on what time wonderland and their future plans and, you know, the amount of where they're investing their money, I mean, they really are investing to be the gaming token, basically. Yeah. You know, and you see there was a chart, maybe it was in Twitter or Reddit or somewhere that showed 
you know, all these different spaces they're investing into. So, you know, even though I pulled out of time the other day just to do it because of 3X to do other things, you know, when these things pop like snow dog, I mean, I'm back in time. At yeah. That point. So yeah. that is a tech company just like Olympus is. Yep. So don't miss that. And don't be afraid of the, what, 9,8500 price tag. You know, just go in and, you know, scale in gently because yep. you're going to rebase constantly. But that is a big play in this same space that, uh, what is the, her name again at Mechanism? Eva. Eva, that Eva's talking about on her, yep. you know, crypto gaming thesis, fractional algorithmic bank. How large is the market for NFTs? I'm on their website. Art and science of native token liquidity, yield, guild, games, investment thesis, why we invested in Please or Dow. I mean, those are all the right places to be right now. Yeah. And so. they're, look, they're really smart. And and she admits that they're, the funny thing is the, the firm has invested in yield games in this game, yield guild, in, in, this, in this gaming thesis she's put out. And she actually says that there's some real risk for yield guilds model because, you know, 40% of the Axie Infinity players are people in the Philippines uh, trying to earn a living. And when a recession in, in earnings drops, when there's a recession in earnings in game, they're going to lose those people. And in turn, Yield Guild's going to earn lose their revenue that they gain because they put up the money to buy the initial NFTs. You know, I'm not a big fan of this, you know, you got to buy, spend five grand to play the fucking game to earn money anyway. I think it's a bad yeah. model especially for people that, you know, look in the Philippines, you can live well on $350, $400 a month. Maybe it's 500 now, but it it's a bad look. It's like, look, let people earn their way in with gameplay and or buy in. Anyway, uh, celebrating today because eToro is dumping uh, Cardano and Tron. Uh, couldn't happen to two bigger pieces of shit. So I'm, I'm very pleased about that. Sorry. I know I see you cringing. No, no, no. I look, I, I have no Cardano anymore. Of course, at one point I had tens of thousands, if not more. But of course, you know, I sold it all down. Um, yeah. I still have some Tron, but it's, you know, I got to like go through the process of figuring out how to get it the hell out of the Tron wallet. Um, I think I know how to do it. But um, hey, kick those guys out of the top 10. I was so glad the other day to see the dog coins get kicked out of the top 10. I don't know yeah. if they're still out. I don't know. Kick those fuckers to the curb. Get these dogs out of there too. Yeah, and if I you wanna, wanna, if you're a fan of Tron, you, you won't be anymore. To take a do a search on my on the Mission DeFi podcast for the billionaire versus the community. I I did a really long interview with two of the guys that were at the center of the battle against Justin Sun for control of Steam and why they created Hive from it. And it's a fascinating story of a greedy sack of shit that doesn't believe in decentralization, doesn't believe in community, wanted to just fuck all of these little guys and didn't care, just didn't yeah. care and tried to con the shit out of them. Now, I say all that. Um, I gave Justin an opportunity to come on the show and he declined. So, uh, you know, fuck him. Well, <laughs> so, they're not letting him out of the Chinese gulag probably. Yeah. Point, well, know? and look, if you're doing if you're trading on Tron and making money more power to you, I don't yeah. give a shit, but you're putting money in that sack of shit's pocket. Let that fucking chain die as far as I'm concerned. So. Yeah. It's, you know, look, it's overvalued. Um, yeah. It's, you know, I remember, look, I haven't really done anything there in over a year, but we were going in there once, like trying to figure out, you know, back when we were first trying to figure out what the Ethereum killers were back in, you know, 2018. Um, it was obviously on the list, like Stellar was and Cardano and 
I don't know, a couple others that I can't remember. But, you know, you go there and look, and the only thing I could see was people playing the dice game. Yeah. Rolling dice. That was yeah. it. You know, nothing else. That was all their transactions. So they're advertising 4 billion transactions. You know, it's just yeah, that's, bots that's just rolling dumping dice. 4 billion in and 4 billion out. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's those, these, these guys, you know, they're just hanging on. Yep. Um, but, you know, one of these days, all those whales are going to say, screw it and dump both these guys. Yep. Um, now, I don't know. Whatever happened with ADA and their smart contract stuff? Did they ever get well, Supposedly it deployed. I just don't think anybody gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, how many they, how many tokens they got? Like 80 billion or something? I mean, some yeah. obscenely large number. Yeah. Um, so speaking of which, this is so disappointing and it makes me incredibly bearish on Nier. Uh, uh, Nier is doing a partnership with Cardano uh, to bridge back and forth liquidity because they're so desperate. Um, oh, it's just the VC saying, get your shit together, do a deal with these guys. You yeah. Know, it are- just, but it just tells me how desperate they are. If you're, if you're trying to siphon off those poor souls in that cult into near, uh, look, I get it from a business perspective, but it just, bleh, bleh. well, I think everybody's talking cross chain bridges. Of too, course. You know, but so. why, why get, why give a lifeline to Cardano, right? You could cross chain with everybody else first. What, what, why? I would so, bet the big VCs and near probably own big chunks of Cardano. Probably. Is probably. my guess. That's or vice versa, case. you know. Yeah. Um, well, it's A16Z, you know, Andreessen's in there yep. with near. So anyway, just. But just, the near stuff was, you know, they have good stuff. I mean, everything I talked to. They have to, awesome everything. tech, awesome UI, UX, great guys. You know, I've talked to them a couple of times, the founders. Awesome, awesome play. But, you know. I'm not, that just feels like desperation to me. And so that makes me nervous. This looks interesting. So, uh, yeah. So of course I I loaded this up just because of my buddy's situation. I haven't read this yet, but uh, I want to check this out. I'm assuming it's not after the fact. It's only for people who've lost in the interim, but uh, it's a smart contract roll up with the, I mean, wallet with the ZK roll up base transfers, gas free, secure and simple, avoid gas fees and network congestion. Now, no seed phrases, no paper back, backups, social recovery. That's interesting. Uh, combination of friends or your other wallets as guardians of your wallet. So I think it's a before the fact kind of protection. Like nobody else can make a transaction happen on that wallet because there is no seed phrase and there's no uh, way for people to recover into it. And then you have to, essentially it's a multi-sig wallet, right? But they make it simple and easy for you to make your relatives have to approve a transaction or for you to use multiple wallets yourself to approve a transaction. So it may be the poor man's way to set up Gnosis without having to be uh, a Solidity programmer. So um, very cool. Um, I think it's a good move. Uh, anything you can do to make all this shit easier uh, for people to be safe is a good thing. So. so does that wallet then work on all the chains? Is that the idea? Uh, no, it's probably uh, only Ethereum with ZK rollups. So it's probably okay. only the shit happening in their world. But I'll check it out. And uh, tomorrow I'll let you guys know what I see. Cool. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, this was interesting. Uh, not shocking. And I, I think the number needs to get higher, but it's still nice. Survey says 41% of people globally say they trust Bitcoin over local currencies, according to premise survey. Uh, so that's, that's good news. Uh, we're growing. Uh, let's see. I got the IDEX thing load up cause I want to look at it later that you mentioned. Yep. Uh, oh, there was a great interview. It's on Twitter. Look at my feed B 5 crypto. Please follow me. I'll follow you back. 
uh, mess, feel free to DM me. DMs are open if you have any projects we want to look at. Um, but uh, Samson Mao, you know, full full blown Bitcoin maximalist, did a great interview from El Salvador yesterday with this very um, I don't want to say aggressive, but the reporter at the interviewer at, at Bloomberg was obviously anti crypto, anti Bitcoin, and basically trying to tank him during the interview. Um, and he did an fucking awesome job of just shutting her down. It was it was really well done. And I this whole bond thing that El Salvador is doing. This is not it, by the way. This no, whole like bond, that, yeah. this whole Navajo. bond thing that El Salvador doing is really powerful, right? It only pays six point five percent on the bond, which is, I guess, market average. I'm not into bonds, but after five years, they start selling off the $500 million worth of Bitcoin they bought. So if you're a believer in Bitcoin and you think over that five-year period, it's going to be substantially higher in price, yes, then that's a really nice institutional play for somebody that wants to get a taste of Bitcoin, have a standard bond gain that they're going to get no matter what, you know, they're six and a half percent. And after five years, they start selling off the Bitcoin. So for the next five years, you're getting a dividend. And he he labeled out that at a million, if Bitcoin gets to a million dollars, that's a 90% gain annually on, on the investors who came in at six and a half percent. So interesting model. I think it's brilliant. They're going to pay for this tax-free Bitcoin city. I guarantee you there are going to be a shitload of Bitcoin maxis moving to El Salvador uh, over the next uh, six months to a year. I'm sure they're going to do some kind of citizenship or visa thing for those guys so they can dump out of being an American citizen, which a lot of them will want to do. So I, I just think there's there's a lot of cool shit happening there. Uh, this article on Bitcoin mining in uh, Navajo lands, uh, creating jobs and revenues, um, but it also obviously shows how um, bad the economic situations are in a lot of the Native American. Uh, oh, this is Canada. Sorry. <clears throat> Navajo Nation in Canada, but look, wow. um, you know, Native Americans, Native Canadians, um, they um, without a without a casino, they don't live very well. And so, you know, I like the idea of them uh, making and supplanting their revenue with uh, mining. So it's cool that this this uh, tribe is doing that. Well, you know, if they would do the, you know, I've been through the Navajo Reservation in um, Northeast Arizona a few times. Um, you know, it's just east of the Grand Canyon, below Monument Valley and uh, west of New Mexico. You know, that's all right for this. I mean, you've got hydroelectric yeah. power. You've got, yeah. you know, geothermal. you got the fracking stuff. Yeah. Um, to me, you know, let's just face it. These, you know, I mean, these um, lands are not very prosperous for yes. obvious reasons. And so anything that helps them. And I think just like with casinos, aren't the casinos... I mean, I don't have to get the gaming license, but I think those are, they're all tax-free havens, right? Oh, yeah. 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 And so, all the members of the tribe get a chunk every month, right? So yeah, it's a beautiful UBI, which we can do the same thing in DeFi for the rest of the planet. So Yeah. So I'll go for it. That's yeah. all I got to say. Bitcoin dominance dips below 42%. That's, that's severe. I didn't realize it was trailing that far. <clears throat> I'm assuming this is, you know, Phantom, Avalanche, Ethereum, Polygon, everybody's Solana. just chipping away, yeah. you know, Solana. Um, that's a that's a really interesting stat, and the Maxis won't be posting that, but, uh, you know, it's still very interesting. Uh, let's see if I have anything else. Oh, uh, this is something I found in one of my feeds that I haven't even looked at yet, but fuck it, we're DGEN, so we'll take a look and see what's going on here. Beverage finance. Ooh. Uh, 
<clears throat> leverage fair launch token built on protocol two let's see what we got going here in uh APR they deliver margaritas they deliver What's margaritas that? they deliver margaritas that would be a nice touch wouldn't it yeah. five million oh this is pretty new five million under uh tvl they won't show me the aprs without unlocking i don't even know what chain this is on so we're gonna find out together i'll let you know uh oh this is ethereum mainnet seriously mm -hmm. Wow, that's that's not encouraging. Okay, load already. Not gonna load. Well, beverage.finance people, let me know what you find because evidently I can't find anything. Hey, back to the one before. Um, I saw people talking somewhere mentioned it might have been in it was either in the Kingfisher or Material Indicators chats, but <clears throat> the talk of flipping again. Um you ah. want to talk about that a little bit sure I, look i think uh i certainly think that it's potentially could happen um <clears throat> i think though that i think the only way right now that it could happen is collectively as uh, as a whole right where because i i don't think ethereum is going to continue oh holy shit 1900 ap apr hmm. wow that is a nice that is a nice dgen play I mean, the fees suck, but to get in here because it's ETH mainnet, but damn. So What's what does the, it do? The lowest APR, uh, liquidity to leverage. So you're you're providing liquidity for lending. Mm. Damn. So it's a lending platform. Okay. That's what it says. What's this link to it? So anyway, yes, I think it could happen, but I think right now the, the funds are getting spread out. Right. I, look, I think the price of ETH is going to continue to climb, especially mm -hmm. the more ETH gets burned. So I think it's possible and I'd like to see it. And I don't I don't mean that from the perspective of an ETH maxi attitude, because, you know, me, I, I'm anti maximalist. I'd like to see it because I want the Bitcoin community. Sorry, guys. That's all right. I want the fucking Bitcoin community to wake up and realize that their puritanical kind of approach to Bitcoin is stupid. And there are some awesome DeFi platforms being built. Sovereign. Um, oh, what's the big one? No, I'm drawing a blank on it. Oh. Um, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, it, it'll come to me in a minute. It's one the, word. The, the Twitter dude? Or the yeah. Foursquare dude? That Maneeb. Guy? Maneeb. Um, oh. um, I see. Well, I don't know. I just have these links here. Stacks and DeFi. Stacks. Yeah. Thank you. Stacks. So yep. Stacks and Sovereign. I met. I interviewed Sovereign. Uh, founder of Stacks has has ghosted me on an article on an interview that he uh, said he would have. Sovereign is an impressive platform. Here's the problem: the purists are like, no, 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 it doesn't count because not everything is happening in Bitcoin. It's a layer. And I'm like, look, people, <clears throat> if you want Bitcoin to actually be decentralized finance, actually be a part of the finance equation besides just a store of value this is the kind of shit you got to do. So I would like to see a flipping because I would like to see them panic a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And reassess their Puritan views of Bitcoin. And so, because I want to see those projects succeed. I want to see Stacks succeed. I want to see Sovereign succeed. I want a, a, a bountiful DeFi platform on Bitcoin. And I want them to be able to cross chain to Ethereum and to Solana and to Avalanche. The more we have, the better, because we're going to have eventually a shitload of people coming in and 
and these Bitcoiners should be making the kind of money we can make in DeFi on Ethereum. So anyway, um, well, how do you think the maxis feel about like staking BTC on DeFi platforms? Well, they don't like it because they... it's wrapped. It's not really Bitcoin, except for oh. Badger. And um, there's another one like Badger where, well, no, Badger actually gets wrapped as an ETH, represented as an ETH token as well. Hmm. That's what they don't like. The Puritans don't like the wrapped shit. Well, um, see, that just make to me, when I hear stuff like that, it just... What was that multi-level marketing show that was on about Orlando and God? Oh, uh, what was that? That was that, great. Like, the word God in it or something like that? Yeah, it yeah, like, something. Well, that just makes BTC look too much like an MLM play to me. Yeah. It only survives with more people buying it and exactly. evangelizing. And that's like sleazy in my yeah. mind. So, Well, and look, um, if institutions are going to come in for Bitcoin first because it's the biggest brand, don't you want those institutions to be able to do institution type things, lending and, and borrowing and staking and investing on Bitcoin instead of jumping to ETH? Because they're going to jump to ETH. They're yeah. going to jump. I look, I want as much competition in this space as possible. I want these guys all beating the shit out of each other to be better, faster, more innovative every day. So I think that would be the reason I would want to see a, a flipping. Mm -hmm. I want to see the the Bitcoin guys go, oh, holy shit. You know what? We're losing out because we don't have DeFi. Let's get these, let's support these projects that are working their asses off like Sovereign and Stacks to build something powerful as financial, real financial tools instead of just buy and hold fucking Bitcoin, right? So I hope so. Yeah, no, I, I mean, look, if it happens too, I mean, everybody says that, I mean, even like Pomp says, oh, if Bitcoin just doesn't perform well <clears throat> enough, it's going to be the size of the gold market. Yeah. Oh, okay. shit. We have comments. Sorry, dude. Oh, good. And it's like 10 trillion. So if there's a flipping of sorts, all of a sudden the whole crypto market goes from what it is now about, what is it, 2 trillion or something like that, or 1.6 yeah. to like 20 trillion. Yeah. So I think everybody wants that. Yeah. Um, at least Real I quick, do. Nostro in the comments. What do you guys feel about nodes? Strong as a solid one, but too expensive with the ETH gas. A new one ring looks like a scam, but if not, is a real gem. I want to ape but 75% untrustworthy. You know, I've aped in those that I felt untrustworthy about, and I've also gotten burned, man. So, you know, be careful. I haven't done anything with nodes. We had the calculator guy on who loves Strong, mm -hmm. who has made good money in Strong. Like he and his mom like own a ton and are are have nodes and are making some money on it. So I think there's value there. I just frankly haven't had the time to investigate it completely um, to really understand what the hell's going on there. But anything well, that's earning money from sitting idly, I'm all for. <laughs> I vote yeah. yes. Yeah, no. What about, um? remember like a year or so ago, we were working on some stuff with, um. what were all those node projects we were doing? Masternodes. Like? Masternodes, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, GoBite and those guys. I, we still own a shitload of GoBite. Um, and they're actually trying to do some stuff uh, in the, uh, in the, um, DeFi space, space. Oh, in the DeFi, DeFi space. Yeah, they've they've wrapped. They've uh, you can now get GoBite wrapped, and they're starting to work on a couple of uh, projects uh, from a development perspective in the DeFi space. So we'll see if they they recover. I'll be happy because we own a boatload. We bought a lot and watched it fucking bleed. So yeah, never any fun. Yeah, um, I remember. Yeah, the other ones. 
A lot well, of those we, came we, back though. So this is a, these always come back. Yeah, we earned a lot of master nodes though too. So you know, um, we're I, I'm hopeful they're a good group of people. I like them. But anyway, the master node market has died basically. The only thing yeah. really left standing is Dash, uh, and you know, I. I have no idea what the fuck Dash is up to. They do have a big Latin American presence, um, people using it for payments, and that was always kind of Dash's play was they were going to be the payments network. Um, so, you know, maybe they'll survive and by doing that, but I would assume that at some point there's somebody on that team is going to say, hey, how do we leverage this into uh, DeFi? Now, there's another example, right? Dash is a fork of Bitcoin. So it would be in their best interest to partner up with the guys at Stacks and Sovereign, right? Because hmm. they're already the same... They're already the same protocol. They're already uh, compatible theoretically. So why not why not do a partnership with a sovereign or with a stacks and and drive that with Dash, right? Um, so that has some potential opportunities for them, or they could fork one of those protocols. But Masternode market is basically a shit show and dead. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I remember when it was starting to migrate that way, and I thought it was really interesting. Um, but you know, so many of the everybody's trying so many different approaches, and yep. you know the the solution is always some combination of everything. But yep. Um, anyhow, any other questions in there? No, man, that's good. He said, "Check uh, Nostro." Just said, "Check out Ring." Strong is too expensive. Gala is doing great. So I've heard uh, a lot about Gala lately. I have heard Nostro. We'll that. check all these out. Maybe we'll do a show uh, Friday or where we cover some of this, or maybe next week. What do you think, Joe? Absolutely. No, yeah, I mean, let's, let's I haven't heard much. Yeah, I haven't heard much about Ring, but I have definitely heard a lot of people talking about Gallup. Yeah, let's so. let's take a look. Let's take a let's take a look. Also, uh, I had an idea for us, uh, maybe Friday, uh, just for shits and giggles, brainstorm on some crazy ass token idea, and let's uh, let's mint a token just for shits right. and giggles. Okay. Right. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just for, just for fuck's sake. And then maybe we'll launch the Discord we've been talking about and all these folks in there and everybody just come up with some idea for it. Yeah, we do need to get those other channels up and running. I mean, the, you know, Telegram and Discord. I would rather do it in Telegram. Unfortunately, I'm spending more time in Discord. It's just such a shit interface, but that's where yeah, everybody is. Everybody is there on a couple of my plays too. And so yeah, I hate um, looking at it. Uh, yeah, it's just too much clutter basically to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, telegram's easier, but you know, at the same time, you got to go where the market is. Got to so. go where the money is. Mm -hmm. All right, buddy. Have a great day. It's so you nice too. to see you crystal clear and beautiful. You look fabulous, yeah. darling. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, my man. <laughs> I like making you uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> have a great All day, right, everybody. Nostro, thanks for the comments. Everybody, thanks for watching. Please retweet, rate, review us in the podcast app that you listen to or on YouTube. We love seeing your comments. If you have projects we should look at, do not hesitate to DM me on Twitter, B05Crypto. Love you. Have a great uh, evening, afternoon, morning, day. See you everybody tomorrow. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, buddy. Adios.